0: Hey everyone, welcome to Be You Only Better or BYOB Audio. This podcast was started to help listeners like you find a way to be your best self but not change who you are. We want you to be the best you while on your journey to a happier and more fulfilling life. Tune in to hear personal stories of how people face their fears and overcome their struggles to become a better version of themselves. Thank you for tuning in and hope you enjoy. Hey BYOB listeners, last week we had the pleasure of interviewing Robert and Gabby with F45 Training, Panderosa West. If you didn't get a chance to listen to them, you definitely want to tune in and listen to what they have to say about building a community around fitness, in addition to offering advice on consistency and committing to yourself. Today, I have the honor of getting to interview the wife of my best friend, Beatrice Gonzalez, who also happens to be my sister from another mista. She has been a physical therapy assistant for over eight years and is the owner and founder of Fresco since August 2018. Beatrice, welcome to the show. Can you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about Fresco?
1: Yeah, we're your local smoothie shop. We use organic, freshly grown, locally grown products. We try to use the best in our
0: facilities. very cool so definitely amazing thing to have is you know nutrition and your health we also like to start off our show with a unique shot of wisdom what do you have for our listeners today
1: i want to share a piece of wisdom that i've learned if you or your loved ones have a difficult time eating greens spinach is the secret if you're making enchiladas blend spinach in the chile If you're making spaghetti, put some spinach in the tomato sauce. If you're making a smoothie, put your favorite fruit and liquid in there and throw some spinach in there. You won't even taste it.
0: That is awesome. Can you kind of expand, though, a little bit on some of the benefits of adding spinach?
1: It's a superfood. I'm sure that's something that a lot of y'all have heard of. That's the key word right now. The reason I say to throw it in things is because you don't taste it. Most people don't taste it. Some people, if they see the green smoothie, they're definitely like, no, you can't trick me. I see that it's... (laughs) That's green. Don't play games with me.
0: My hands going in. My bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can't trick me. Yeah. It's got anti-inflammatory properties. It's full of antioxidants. It's good for your bones. It's got protein in it. It's just a good green.
0: Hey, that's awesome. That, I think that is a great shot of wisdom for our listeners here. So well, now that we've taken that shot, BB, it's time to get into a little bit about you. Can you take us to a time where you would consider it was like your biggest struggle? Tell us how you overcame it.
1: I guess I wouldn't label it as a struggle necessarily, but more of a realization period. I always did well in school, but 10th, 11th grade year, I was getting really frustrated, and I felt like I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to be. And At that age, everyone's telling you, where are you going? What are you going to do? What are you going to go to college for? What are you going to be the rest of your life? And that rest of your life statement just would get under my skin. I decided to graduate early to get out of high school because I felt the need to be doing something else and taught me a lot. Like I said, I wouldn't necessarily call it a struggle, but it was more of a learning period. I was just ready to start my life. Fast forward to now and sometimes I want life to pause, but that's not how it works.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Well, time will keep going, right? But honestly, I think that's interesting that you brought up, you know, that particular struggle. I've actually been talking to a lot of people and we're, let's say, a decade or more out of high school. And I think some people, I know, right? I think some people our age still have that question of what the heck are you going to do with your life and you know, the honest truth is, is we still have a really long time to live. And I don't think you have to have the answers, especially not as a teenager or even now.
1: Something I try to share with my loved ones that are at that, that same age or anybody really in general, when they're talking about what am I going to be when I grow up or what, what do I want to do with my life? I really feel like it's, it changes. Depends on where you are. Who I was at 16 is not who I am at 28. I don't expect to be the same at 35. Right. Things evolve. You know, yeah, change.
0: Yeah. Well that's good. I mean I think you're definitely one of those who always make it a point to continue to grow and change and just be a better person ultimately, right? We're always working on ourselves.
1: Working <laughs> on it.
0: Right. Go ahead and tell our listeners, you know, what got you into the health and nutrition side of your business, you know, what kind of sparked that passion of yours?
1: Being a PTA, and obviously you learn about the body. What physical activity does for the body and how it can help you live a, a better life where you can maintain activity. But while I was in college, I started to have some health issues. I went to see the doctor. That was about 1920. And they told me, yeah, yeah, we can help you with that. You're just going to have to take this medication and it'll help you. No big deal. Well, I have a family history of colon cancer. And even though I didn't have a lot of education as far as nutrition, it just didn't seem right that I was going to start a medication at 20 and be on it the rest of my life. It just didn't make sense to me. So I started to find ways to eat healthier, to change some of the things I grew up with to be healthier. Then it just evolved from there.
0: Honestly, I think that's something that really hits home for a lot of people. You know, just having a history of, you know, one, different cancers or just heart disease, those kind of health concerns in general. And I think that you're doing an amazing job at... You know, offering something and especially a way for people to just be a little bit healthier. I think especially in this time, all of us are really struggling with our businesses being closed down or just having to stay quarantined. You especially, you've been true to that quarantine. You know, I think it's extremely important, though, in these hard times to, you know, still be excited and still be positive. Can you tell us one thing that's got you intoxicated about today? What are you excited about?
1: So currently being quarantined, I'm working on a little veggie garden in the backyard. That's a lot of fun. Just being outside... Having some time to de-stress, work with my hands, be active—that's always fun. Whatever it is, I and mean, whether it's working outside, uh, dancing, exercising—I gotta move. And I suggest everybody do that yeah, <laughs> for their <definitely>. own mental <laughs> health. We all can get caught up in what we're doing and these goals that we've set out for ourselves. Hey, you know, I gotta do this, this, and this. I wanna do. I wanna hit one, two, and three. But we have to remember that all things are finite and. Don't necessarily take it as the end of something, but just the opportunity to evolve and step back and observe and then get creative. Observe, see what people need, adapt, change, and then get creative. So currently I've got a million ideas of how I can keep Fresco going once all of this dies down, I guess you would say. Yeah. And I'm excited for those changes.
0: What I can definitely tell from kind of what you're saying is that you always center that around helping people. And I find that to be intoxicating myself. I think that's extremely important is that you are doing that with your business. Now it's time for our sips of success. Who is your biggest hero?
1: I would say my biggest hero is my great grandfather. His name was uh, Ricardo. He was 101, 102 when he passed away a couple years ago. And that's a long time to live. That's a lot of living.
0: Yeah, that is. That's amazing.
1: You know, recessions, depressions, there's nothing else that rhymes with that. Yeah. But all types of life changes, wars, loss of a parent at a young age, having to be the man of the house at age 14. He is the epitome of stability. He would do whatever he needed, adapt it so that he could thrive. I admire that above all else.
0: So do you think that played a role in you know, some characteristics that you have as well?
1: Most definitely. His characteristics present themselves throughout our family members. It's uh, never, oh man, this happened, I'm going to sit here and let it defeat me. It's always, I hit a brick wall, that's okay. I'll figure out how to jump over it or get through
0: it. That's awesome. Okay, so what is your favorite way to de-stress?
1: The dancing. <laughs>
0: <sure>. <laughs> that's awesome. For so sure. any specific genre of dancing? anything that
1: gets you moving it doesn't matter anything <laughs> uh, here's a little a little tidbit that's my secret i will get on youtube and i look up dance videos of anything i mean it could be country line dances latin music hip-hop whatever and i just watch the video and teach it to myself oh, just that, for the heck
0: of it yeah that's awesome well there you go it gets you moving and you're learning something new there you go two things in <laughs> one right All right. Awesome. So uh, what was the best advice given to you that helped you through a tough time?
1: It definitely has to be something that I play over and over in my head. My godfather, who's passed away, passed away when I was younger, he was very close to my family and we would go on trips, vacations. He was here for the holidays. We were always around each other and he would call me little girl. He wouldn't call me by my name. He'd call me little girl (laughs) just to tease me. I was never afraid of the dark, but we were camping once and we needed to go over to one of the other campsites. And I was a little afraid because we were going to have to walk through this dark area and I got a little scared. And he told me, little girl, don't be scared. There's nothing there in the dark that isn't there during the day. Have the same strength that you would have if, if it was daytime. And I know he meant it literally, but I always replay that in my head, that little girl, don't be scared. You know, it's whatever it is, it'll be all right.
0: Being in the dark or whatever, you know, you kind of maybe imagine things that may or may not actually be there and you end up scaring yourself instead, right?
1: Not just darkness, you know, but the unknown. Yeah. The uncertainty. But we have to get comfortable with that because we never know what's gonna happen.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah, exactly. Now let's go ahead and if you could share one of your personal habits that help you be your best self.
1: Observation. I try to observe everything from different angles, always. I don't ever hear a story or see a situation And make a quick decision or judgment on it. I want to kind of pick it apart and observe and see how I can attack it in different ways.
0: Once you get your bearings, then you kind of assess and then you move on from there and make a plan of action, right? Yeah. So how would you define happiness and success?
1: I would say for me, happiness is a state of everything being okay. I've got food on the table. I've got my loved ones around me. Got a roof over our head and we make it from one day to the next together.
0: I would say that's especially important with everything that's going on. You know, the coronavirus being quarantined and all that good stuff.
1: Food on the table is a big one. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh yeah, definitely. Especially with things so scarce in the grocery stores now, right?
1: You see people in other places that this is their norm. Not having food available to them is the daily norm for them. Right. And not because of the coronavirus, just because of where they live or what, what they have access to.
0: Yeah. Now, as we approach last call, do you have any parting piece of guidance for our listeners?
1: If you're not the best at adapting, try to work on that because that will help you do a lot of things in life. Adaptability is key.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that we're all taking notes on you know how to adapt to these changes, especially with our businesses, but not just that, but also in our personal lives of just kind of being stuck. We're all trying to figure it out together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is the best way for everyone to be able to reach you if they want to connect with you?
1: We are on Facebook and Instagram at Living Fresco. So if you got any questions or you want some smoothie recipes or you want to just send us a shout out to support us on our platforms, yeah, just reach us at, at Living Fresco.
0: Awesome, BB. Hey, well, as always, I appreciate your company and um, thank you for all the words of wisdom. I think that you know what you shared today was amazing, and I think that it's, honestly, it's very inspiring, especially through you know everything that we have going on. Um, I think that everything that you shared is definitely good advice for, for all of us. So um, I just want to thank you for being a part of the show um, and, and letting me interview you. With-
1: Thanks for uh, inviting me to be yeah, on BYOB.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you go. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of BYOB Audio. We hope you found something valuable from the stories shared today. Make sure you subscribe and share with someone who may need to hear something from this podcast. We'll see you next time, but here's to you and your journey to a happier and more fulfilling life. Cheers. <laughs>